little bit after I graduated, I was just kind of consuming podcasts and all this information, and I was wanting to learn the, ne the next thing. I've always been a learner, so like after I graduated, I just wanted to learn this stuff. And I, me, me being a travel PT, I was literally in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. I like didn't have any friends there, and basically I was just like, my, my whole time I was just learning. And uh, basically it was consuming your content uh, early in the morning before I would go to my travel job. This is Secrets for Success. Uh, welcome to the Secrets for Success podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Thank you. As always, for joining me, I have a special guest today, Andrew Tran. Oh, gosh, what do I want to call this guy? He is he is Mr. SSPT. That's what I'm going to call you. You are Mr. SSPT. You're not the first student in SSPT, but you were there really from the beginning, mm -hmm. right? And and now you're you're back. Yeah. And it's because of you why I got all this craziness in my life. <laughs> Just, just like it was before. Just like it was before. It's just, it's just a different level of, of, of craziness. Anyways, Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hey, man. Thank you for having me on. It's awesome seeing, you know, how things have transitioned over the years, which kind of, I guess, what we're talking about today. So in one of the prior episodes, I had brought it up to me uh, starting this thing at Renewal Rehab where I was now mentoring and helping students. Mm -hmm. And it was really a request of my staff, like, Greg, you got to help these people out. A lot of people don't know that there is another way and they're frustrated, they're in school and my staff is in school, et cetera, et cetera. So SSPT started. And where I kind of left the story was March 29th, was when my first student, Gitto, came in. Now, um, you started in my life, I believe in 2015. I was doing these live videos on Periscope in the, mo in the mornings mm. and uh, you would come on. Is that right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So can you tell me something? Because, bro, when I'm doing these videos, right, I'm doing these videos and I'm like probably in my little muscle shirt yeah, and yeah. I'm upstairs in my house and I'm doing my workout. Where are you in the scheme of this? Yeah. Like, y'all listening. It was, uh, I would say it was probably 2016 when I, I when I came in when you were on Periscope. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even remember how I found you or Periscope, but like, uh, I was a... I think I was following your stuff, but when I started watching the lives was when you were, when I was a travel PT. Okay. And I had graduated uh, maybe like half a year prior, and I was like, a little bit after I graduated, I was just kind of consuming podcasts and all this information, and I was wanting to learn the, ne the next thing. I've always been a learner, so like after I graduated, I just wanted to learn this stuff. And I, me, me being a travel PT, I was literally in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. I like didn't have any friends there. And basically I was just like my, my whole time I was just learning. And uh, basically it was consuming your content uh, early in the morning before I would go to my travel job. Right. And so when I was getting ready, you were doing your thing, getting hyped up, working out and yeah. your little muscle shirts and all that. So, and it was like a handful of us all. Right. So right, was, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was using my hype, my hype. That was probably the, the way I woke up, I was like, Getting tired, woke up, and that was my hype for the day. That was your hype for the day. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then in 2017 is when you actually became a client of mine. So let me let me set the stage of 2016 first. Mm -hmm. So uh, 2016, March 29th to 2016, I get my first client for SSPT. Mm -hmm. This is now, prior to that, I spent about 
nine months to a year just serving people on Periscope. Anybody that wanted to show up live, I would basically do live streams. I would answer questions, this, that, da, 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 da. And then a, re a guy reached out to me and said, man, I would love for you to be my mentor. And I was like, okay, well, how's that going to look? And then, you know, he was calling me on Saturday evenings and I would just, you know, help him out. And then I said, you know what, what if, because this is kind of inefficient for me yeah. and I'm kind of like gotten to the point where I don't want to take my Saturday evenings and be spending with people. I want to spend it with my wife and my kids. Right, right. So I said, what if I created something for you? And he was like, bro, whatever you create, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in. So I decided to create SSPT. Mm -hmm. So this was like in November, December, I started the process of like, all right, I'm going to start doing videos of everything that I would have done if I knew what I knew today. This is what I would have done if I was a physical therapist. And I feel like it would like, it, it would just put y'all in a much better situation. But when I created those videos, I truly thought that it was to make you a better employee, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, remember, like, yeah. yeah. And so that was my whole thing. Let's create awesome videos. Let's teach them skills that I know now that allows me to be a consultant for other companies, but that could allow them to be more valuable as a PT. So anyways, by the end of that year, I had like 20 something students, mm -hmm. right? And then the next year, it's when you came in my life. Yep. And that next year, because I now had 20 something students, I had a lot of good results with those 20 something students. They, they, they were feeling a zest and an energy for the profession again, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then they started doing testimonials for me. Yeah. And then I launched SSPT season three yeah. and you found out about it. So yeah. do you remember that day? Yeah. So what, when you have launched the uh, season three? Yeah. Yeah, because I was I was watching your yeah. stuff for for Periscope like almost every day for you know quite some time at that point, and I know like I've told this story multiple times between us, but I was on a webinar that you were doing, yep. and you know, I think we talked about it as well. Like actually, that webinar crashed. It did crash, and then you were like the worst days of my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. <laughs> and uh, so I remember it crashed, and I was like, You're doing a training, I think it was like, Yeah, top 10 steps to being like yeah. a better physical therapist or something, right? right. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, newer grass, so I was like, Yeah, I'll be a better PT. And of course, I think you switched over to YouTube, you did the whole thing. And I've never been on a webinar, at least the right. way that we are, we've known in the marketing world. And I just remember you had pitched like the, the offer for SSPT, yeah, and I was like, Oh, I'm good. Like, yeah. you know, I was just like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, buy this. And uh, but when I was like, you know, because I'm always blowing up the comment section because me yeah. sa saying my stuff that I always do is just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, being a smart ass, essentially. And always, always yeah, always, <laughs> always. And, and in there, there was, you know, April Wheeler. April Wheeler was there. And we had done a clinical together in Italy, some kind of overlap for a few weeks. And I met her there through um, one of my roommates that was in uh, on clinical as well. And so I saw her on there, and the only person I recognized, and I was like, oh, what are you doing on here? Like, what do you know about Greg? And I was like, I've been following him for about a year. And she was like, yeah, like, I've been following him for a while, too. She's like, I think I'm about to buy this offer that he has. And it was, I think it was like $1,000. 1000 bucks, yeah. yeah. 1000 bucks at the time. And luckily, I was, I was a um, a travel PT at the time, so I made a little bit of, was making a little bit more money. And this is knowing, like, I'm such an emotional buyer, because I was, like, dead set of not doing it. And all yeah. of a sudden, April was like, well, I'm about to buy this thing. And I remember, like, she's like, oh, I bought it. And then I remember you calling it up, because how you, you know, calling people out on the live. She's like, you're like, hey, Andrew, like, you've been on my lives and stuff. Like, you know, you need to get into this. Yeah, yeah. 
And at first I was like, nah, nah, nah. But when April bought it, I was like, all right, screw it, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, literally 100%, I was like, no way. And someone else joined and I had that FOMO, instant FOMO. And that's kind of how it entered your world. Bro, do you realize how crazy that was? Yeah. When you think about that one decision. Yeah. Where, like, I'm just talking about the path of what things in life happen because mm -hmm. of that one. Yeah. That one decision. Yeah. Like, even everything here. Oh, for sure, man. It's crazy. Mm. It's like, oh my God, it's crazy. It's like, wow. Okay, so that's how it started. Well, you came into season three. That's the season you came into. Yep. And um, and I got to tell you something. You were one of the 73 reasons on why I made a huge decision after that season. Uh, well, I did a live event. Yeah. And between your season and the live event, I decided that I was going to leave renewal rehab and go all in to this. Yeah. Uh, and so why don't you kind of give people a little bit of background into how it was when you came into the thing that we had at that time called Smart Success PT, where your mindset was at and what you were trying to get from it. And then kind of how things changed after that when we had the live event. Yeah. When... I joined the program was because the way you positioned it was how to be a better employee. Right. And I, re so after I joined it, I was like, well, I want to be a better employee. And I think one well, of the modules that you had created, which I think was also a free YouTube video, basically how to negotiate. So I was like, I well, I want to, yeah, how to negotiate salaries. So I learned that and, you know, that alone, like helping get raises, like with, with jobs and stuff and I, when I was, you know, working at the time. And I was like, let me just work on better skills to be a better employee. And I remember it was like week one or two when we were doing like the goal setting part of, mm -hmm. of season yeah. and everyone was like, I want to create a business, I want to create a practice. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to. And I still remember, I think I wrote the goal. I literally just copied other people's goals. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I have to open a practice if everyone else is doing that. And um, so that was kind of where my mindset was. But I was like five years from now, like I'm going to open up a business, mm -hmm. you know. And because that was like the magic number that everyone right, right, tells right. you. Yeah. Like five years into it, like, all of a sudden you're like, you just hit this magic Thing that happens and you become a business yeah. owner and so that was my attention you know going into that um with the season and then up to the live event i think it was more so like you had built such a great community with all this stuff and like you know all of us just getting super hyped up on the monday lives and all that and i think we all just wanted to like just see each other and, yeah. and just hang out honestly yeah. and just have a yeah. big old party so yeah i didn't know how it was gonna go initially when i did that first event i was planning on doing it at my clinic yeah so I thought that like maybe 15, 20 people would come and that'd be cool. We have a yeah. clinic. And I was like, in my mind, bro, I was taking pizza party. Let's like just have out all the, the, the treatment tables and we'll just all hang out and da, 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 da. And then season three happened. And then I felt like this energy yeah. and like you guys were like, I might've done a lot for you, but it was a lot of young people. Yeah. Like it was like a lot of new grads and a lot of like students yeah. that, that that was when Joseph came in yeah. and Casey and they had like DJ and Gabby and oh yeah all these different people man and like remember I used to say Andrew's in the building like, right, <laughs> right and then I and then I think that's where yeah. I came with the name AT I think I yeah. think it was yeah. during that time as well yeah, it was it was yeah. yeah so I like had nicknames for like all of my my people that oh. were that were interacting with me a lot yeah. you know during the lives and so um it was like, wow, man, you guys are making me feel like young. Yeah. Like it was like, because here's, here, here's the thing. Renewal rehab was really hard to do, 
but then I made it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I thought I was going to go into like a true semi retirement. Mm -hmm. But then, like that season, I was coming home from work, bro. Yeah. And like just on the, because I would work Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah. And I would do that on Monday nights. Yeah. And on Monday nights, I'd come home after working a 12 hour day. I was like so. And I, I mean, I don't know about y'all. I couldn't go to sleep after that thing. It was just so much. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it was amazing. We didn't have any of this fancy stuff, whatever. I just yeah. had my my like iPad, had some music, yeah. and we just had like the greatest time ever, oh, yeah. right? And I was teaching and training. And so, anyways, it was after that that I realized that all right, we then we did the we did the live event here. You know, why don't we do this? Tell me what your take is on the first lot. Because you've been to every single live yeah. event I've done. Yeah. Okay, so tell me your take on that first live event. Man, so the first live event, like I said, I think a lot of us were just wanting to meet each other. Because yeah. um, the majority, it was like a lot of us from season three. We connected with some people because the alumni page with everyone else. And, you know, we were all, majority of us were all like either students or like new grads, essentially. And I remember, you know, as I say, with Joseph and all that, like we had a we all had an Airbnb because at that time, like we, all of us were barely making any money. Right. So we had like a eight person Airbnb, but we fit 12 people in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Air yeah. mattress and all this stuff. Yeah. And like Joseph came for like 24 hours and like, you know, we had met and we slept on an air mattress together and all that. And uh, so it was, just a, it was just a good time. And we were all just like so amped up. And it was like, we we're just ideas after ideas. Like, well, we can do this. We can do this. Like, which is a lot of good energy with it. Yeah. And um, uh, I think it was, you know, from that from that event, it was I think just kind of solidifying it, and it was fellow like the community and like, you know I think at that point we're all like okay cool we kind of we've taken SSPT now and like, we all started having business ideas and I think that was kind of when the, um, a lot of us started transitioning to thinking about entrepreneurship right because then I think at that kind of in between all that, um, we were, I think I actually found a, an opportunity to kind of being in a, kind of an entrepreneur in another. Um, company as well and basically essentially opened up a clinic for um for that person and that was it, you were in were you in ohio i was in ohio yeah, so, ohio. so i went back so i just like yeah. contract went back to ohio and i was like what do i do now and this kim yeah with kim yeah 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 with kim yeah and then yeah. just from there and i think uh you know kim gave me a lot of great opportunities i've learned so much just from like I think she was like one of like two cash practices at that point, right? Yeah, um, in, in Cincinnati, and so just learning a lot from there, and um, basically end up having like from from my standpoint, just like slightly different visions of what we, what we want to do with business stuff, and like you know, as as any entrepreneur, like we have all these ideas, and it's like where to go down different paths, but um, so that clearly ended up didn't end up working out, and I still have a good relationship with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like I right, maybe I need to do my own thing. Yeah. So you know, I felt like that's what was happening in the mission. So it was like I started by giving them a program to help them with becoming a better employee, so that they can make more money. Uh, and I knew some of the financial struggles you guys were going through. Yeah. And then, well, I think what was happening is that a lot of people were learning these skills of marketing, all the things that I did for consulting. They were learning these skills and then it was almost creating like resistance yeah. and, and, and they were like, I think I was creating a total train wreck yeah. with the employees. Cause now they're like, wait, are these people trying to take my thing? Da, 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 da. And they didn't want you to just be an employee like, or they wanted you to just be an employee and you guys were wanting more yeah. and I was trying to get you more. So it seems like everybody started moving towards 
this entrepreneurship thing. And then I realized that I had a big decision to make. And so this was now 2017. Mm -hmm. And I realized that a lot of you are coming up against resistance from the employers. Yeah. And I realized that they're now in the same darn position I was yeah. in 2005. And I already knew what the answer was going to be. They have to leave. Yeah. You know, they're going to either have to go and create their own thing or they're going to have to find an opportunity to be an entrepreneur. But at that time, there was no opportunities exactly. to be an entrepreneur. So, uh, so I knew that it was going to take a lot more energy and time. And I already knew the mission was going to change at that point. Yeah. So I remember sitting down with my wife like, hey, this is what I'm going to have to do. And I don't want to take all of Renewal Rehab's money. I want to like yeah. take 80% less with them. And then let's, we got to figure this out here. Really? I'm going to take this thing like serious. She's like, well, why don't you just like not work it? I'm like, no, 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 that's not an option. It's one or the other. So, um, so then that's it. Uh, so then now 2018, you know, it's like kind of growing. It's, it is growing. It's growing a lot. And then we have another event. And the event is now more than double, yeah. nearly triple the amount yeah. of people. Do you remember that year? Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, and then now, I think 2019, actually 2019, where now we double it again. Yeah. And shoot, you came into one of my big programs. And yeah. this is kind of funny because it's like, you know, you're a, a, a new grad mm -hmm. when we first met. And... I remember a lot of people saying, why are you working these people? They don't have any money. I was like, I don't need their money. I was like, I just want to be able to help. Them. Mm -hmm. But I was like, but watch one day. And I remember after 2017, I was like, watch one day, these people are going to be business owners. Yeah. And it happened in 2019. Yeah. And then like a bunch of y'all started joining. Like the, I had to create yeah. something big. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. For like business owners. And so anyways, I don't know if you remember that. If you have no. any thoughts on that. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I think for you helping us kind of one, I think the biggest thing that you did for, for many of us was kind of open our minds to opportunities that we didn't even know existed. Right. And like for me, I think, because we all have this, a lot of us probably have a negative uh, relationship or association with just entrepreneurship and business and things like that. And I was never like, uh, interested in that. But then when you were started having ideas and because you gave us like, show us how to market and show us how to do these things and they just seeing not just myself, but other people like the program of seeing, trying to do that into the business. Like there was so much resistance against that. And I think it's just like, now it's like, well, if we can't do it there, like we had to do something ourselves. And now like one thing just kind of led to another, just try a lot of different ideas. And I think um, a lot of us started having businesses and started making money over the next couple of years. And I think that's what transcended to like being able to have that, that year long mastermind that right. you did in right. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. And at that point, now I realized, wow, we're truly disrupting yeah. the industry. And we started to have not only physical therapists, but then occupational therapists started asking, we don't have this in our thing. Can you let us in? Yeah. And then RDs, registered dietitians, yeah. started saying, hey, we don't have this. Can you let us in? Mm -hmm. And it started just kind of creating this, this swell of like just people, yeah. you know, coming in. Right. And so- it would, then we slowly over time started realizing that we're going to have to open this up to other healthcare professions. Mm -hmm. And in 2020, we officially changed it to smart success healthcare. Yeah. 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 It's pretty wild. 
No. So then now let's talk about 2020. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about it. So, so at least on my end, I can tell you this is that, you know, sometimes you'll only hear snapshots of the story. So I'm sure you guys, as you're listening to this, you're hearing, uh, you know, oh my gosh, that was so cool. Everything just grew and everything was perfect and da 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 whatnot. But we also had drama going on behind the scenes. So, um, so I can tell you that I, as the mission was building, I had created so many personal relationships with people that it was getting harder and harder to be able to navigate those relationships because you're dealing with breaking news, people. And so people, maybe not AT, but people like sometimes argue with other people mm -hmm. and these things happen to that happen. Da, da, da. I know what I felt from my standpoint, but I want to hear what you felt from your standpoint of what was going on and keep it 100. No, for sure. Our podcast, go for it. Yeah. I, so as some of that drama was, was happening, I think a lot of it was our OGs, like season one, two, three, and yeah. four, like we were just so used to, I think there's multiple levels of drama probably with this, but um, I think the biggest thing was like, we wanted you and your time and like, we felt like you're like a big brother, a friend or whatever it is, yeah. depending on you know, our age and yeah. stuff like that. And as people started growing, uh, which led you to, you know, a lot of your burnout around that time was like, I don't know if you expected to sell that much at the event because I was like I was doing the math I was like you can't fulfill on this um, but we all wanted to because you were doing one on one calls with all of us and I was yeah. like if you're doing this like yeah you weren't peeing you weren't eating you weren't doing stuff yeah. so that was just a 40 hour work we were just calls and that was not doing anything like content or building the business and doing all that stuff so I think a lot of people including myself were like well we wanted more time with you mm -hmm. and and I think that caused a little bit of the drama there um, as people started growing, everyone kind of got in their own, like, um, you know, vibes and whatnot. And I think it was just like, when you have so much people that are like so close and it's just like any family dynamic, but you have like hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. that are in a family, like you're going to have a lot of just drama and stuff and yeah. like disagreements and things like that. And I couldn't imagine, like for me, I'm, you know, I don't like a lot of drama, so like, I'm trying to be like, hey, y'all, like, hey, look at their per perspective, things like that. And I'm trying to like ease things out a little bit because I'm one of the OGs as well. Yeah. And um, so I could imagine being like the leader of it, trying to be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I think, bro, I think there's so many different things. I think number one, I learned a lot during that time. And one of the things that I learned is, you know, I talked to you all a lot about, hey, marketing is really important. Mm -hmm. And I spent, from 2016, when I decided to move forward to this thing, I spent so much of my time marketing, 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 and bringing people in to it where it eventually started to swell. Yeah. And then I was able to fulfill on it. But it was like, and all the people that I brought in, I was able to create relationships with. Yeah. Bro, do you remember 2017? Did I not know everybody's name at that event? Oh, yeah. 2018, I knew yeah. everyone's name. Yep. Yeah. Even 2019. Yeah. 2019, I spent two days and I looked at every single person that was coming to the event and I made sure I found their Facebook page, their Facebook profile. I knew every single name, but I was exhausted. No, I bet. And I, and, and I just knew that, okay, 
I thought, I mean, honestly, I thought like 35 people were going to buy. I didn't realize nearly a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of it, I still had to do SSPT. I, it was just so much that when all the drama happened, I didn't have the bandwidth to like deal with it. Yeah. I was just like, like, I'm just, you're just hoping it's kind of like when you escape through drugs or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, like hoping it'll just, they'll just figure it out. They'll just figure it out. And then never got figured out, yeah. you know? So, um, and then it was hard because you have these relationships with people and you want to continue the relationship the way that it was, but you don't have any more time. Yeah. And then on top of it, you have the dynamics going on at home with mm -hmm. the wifey and the kids are like, like you're never here. Like yeah. you're totally, you know, and then every single weekend, somebody's got this event, somebody's got this, or somebody's got an open house, or somebody's got this going on. They got a whole, they got like, ah. so it was crazy, man. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. But no, but like somehow we yeah. got through it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like, I don't know if you remember this story, but um, it was when Brooke Stewart. Brooke Stewart, yeah. My, she can't. That was, I think, my, was, that was my diabetes girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 18 or 19, it was one of those yeah. events. And I talked to her about it for a while, and I think she was on the fence of joining, I think, like one of those seasons. And she said the reason why she bought was because she knew her name. Yes, yeah. 2018, she 2018, came to the event. Yeah. I remember exactly where yeah. she was. We're in the lobby, the yep. blah, 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 blah. And yep, she's like, like she, she was like mind blow. She's yeah. like, how the heck he has all these people here? I've never, you know, I hadn't bought from him yet. And like the fact that he knew my name, she was like, all right, I was sold. Right. And just like showing the, how much you care with that as well, which you no know, double edged sword with that. It's, you know, having too much, like, you know, caring for the people. And I don't know if that's actually a thing, but like, I know that probably hurt you. And bro, it's a huge, it, through all that. AT is like a huge thing. thing. It's because you, you truly do genuinely care, but you get to a point in business where you can't you can't know everybody's name yeah. you can't have everybody come to your house yeah you can't do lunch with everybody yeah. you can't take every breakfast date and there's this this point in business to where in the beginning you really have to say yes to as many things as possible mm -hmm. you have to like this is a big thing i don't i don't know if a lot of people understand you have to be an opportunist in the beginning. Yeah. But then you're gonna you're gonna hit this point where if you continue to say yes, you're gonna die. Mm -hmm. You have to start saying no. But when you say no, it hurts. Mm -hmm. Like I'll I'll even give a perfect example. One of our students needs to meet with me tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? And to do a private consulting. And it's the only day the student could do it. But I was planning to go fishing yeah. with with, you know with my fishing buddy, Steve. And, but I had to know, it's like, I can't do both. Yeah. Because if I, if I go fishing with Steve, if I meet with her, and then my son's got soccer, like so, something's gotta give. Yeah. And then at some point I need time for myself, mm -hmm. right? So you just get to this point where you gotta start saying no. Yeah. And I, I like, I, like today I had to say no to, to you know, to one person. So back then, people had never heard me say no. Right. So it was a little tricky. Yeah, I you know? think. Uh, yeah, I think that like one. I think people got people off guard, and they're like, "GT's changing, changing." Yeah, all this stuff. Of course, and of course, all this stuff like, yeah, ain't the same no more. Like, there's a lot of different reasons why people thought that. Yeah. And then, uh, and the other part was when you brought on Britney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. people, oh, yeah. I don't think I don't necessarily think. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, she, I don't know. She doesn't really care. 
But like, I don't think it's that people didn't like her, but I think they didn't like what she was doing coming into our lives. This is what, cause we felt right. like this is our GT. Like you're just an employee. Like we know GT type of deal. And I right. think a lot of that was happening. Yeah. And it could be anybody that was not just Britain. Yeah. Like anyone would fill, fill that role. And it's like, well, you know, like we should have access to him basically whenever we want. I think that's how a lot of people felt. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I'll be honest, at one point, I was like, I don't know about this Brittany girl. Like, well, let's see. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I don't yeah. think she'll be able to handle uh, working with GT and all of us because like, right. this is our family type shit. Right, right, right. And then, uh, you know, Brittany's still here. So, yeah. But also, <laughs> I'm on the other side of things and I absolutely love her. So, not yet. Yeah, I yeah. think it was that, that as well. And that was a hard position to be put in. Oh, yeah. That was a hard position to be put in. Yeah. You know, where she she had to, um, she had to take a lot of the the the, oh, yeah. the the grunt of of all the hits. Oh yeah. So yeah. So but anyways, yeah. So with with all that said, now we get through 2020. Basically, I start over nearly from scratch, and then I decide, I, I bro, I gotta tell you something. In 2021, I only did the event because I had to. Mm-hmm. But without that event. Like, I don't continue the mission. I couldn't get out of the contract. So I was like, all right, I got to do this event. We're still dealing with COVID. We just had the Omnicron, you know, resurface. They told us that we can only have 50 people at the hotel. And then about 30 days before, they said, okay, you can open up to 150. Mm -hmm. I think we ended up having like 160, 170 or something like that. Uh, And then uh, during that time, I was actually... There was a few people that I was working with. Mm-hmm. I remember when I came back, um, like there, there there was no one there, yeah. but there was like two people that said, "Hey, can you work with me?" And one was uh, Kelly Alhui, mm-hmm. and another was Katie Dot. Yep. And they were brand new people in the. They weren't there for all that drama. Oh, they didn't yeah. know anything yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, "Oh, is there any way you could coach me in any way?" And I was like, "All right." I'll coach y'all. Oh, Amanda Fisher as well. Mm, Amanda Fisher. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy what they've kind of gone on to do. But I had an opportunity mm-hmm. to create new boundaries. Yeah. And they didn't know any different. That's true. They didn't know any different. It's so crazy to think of like like Katie Dodd three months ago. I've worked for her for now nearly three years. Mm-hmm. Three months ago is the first time I ever had a one-on-one call with her. Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. First time. She's like, she actually told all the people in the inner circle. She's like, I can't believe it. I actually did a one-on-one call. We worked together for three years. I never had that before. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, and like, that's what I do to every yeah, student. Yeah, yeah. That was every student. So um, so anyways, they came back. We went to the event. How did 2021 event feel for you when you were there? It was definitely different. Yeah. Um, after 17, 18, and 19. Mm-hmm. And I think... There's a lot of new faces. There's yeah. a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of people I still recognize through, because, like, I was in my own thing as well. I'm mm-hmm. um, in, like, the PT, um, not a lot of world. So, but then there's a lot of new people. I think the vibes were a little bit different. And I, a combination of that plus, like, cut the first event. I think you were, like, honestly the first event that anyone had done. Yeah. Not just in our space, but in, in any space. Right. To do an event in person um, after COVID. And I think, um, you know, even then, I was like, oh, I don't know, like, so people didn't want to be close to each other now. Nah, so it was yeah. just like, uh, I think the best way is like, we just, the vibes are definitely different, but I think a lot of people who actually were there did feel like, okay, like, I think we felt like, okay, this is like starting to come back together. Now. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So, so now we, now at least at that point, I had started the mission again. I'm moving this thing forward. And then we go into 2022. We actually had a pretty amazing year in 2022. Um, but going into 2023, I knew that we had such a small group of people. It was myself, Brittany, and like two other people mm -hmm. and a couple of VAs. But I knew that there was no way I was going to really be able to grow this in the way that I had prior. Mm -hmm. Not killing myself right. with only Brittany. Yeah. And so me and you meet up. Yeah. You want to tell them about the coffee meetup on a Saturday at Bel Air Coffee? Yeah. Um, so I think you had to reach out to me multiple times at this point. Yes. And, I want to buy your company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I and I kind of like didn't really respond because I like didn't know. Like yeah. I was like, do I really want to let this go? Yeah, I, I, I ghosted you for a little bit. Yeah, uh -huh. And, um, you know, I was working crazy. I was at the last place yeah. and being tired and whatnot. And basically, you're like, well, do you want to do some affiliate stuff with this? Do you want to sell this? And I was like, I don't feel like doing much with it to be affiliate. I was like, you know, let me think about selling it. And I never got back to you. And I think you finally reached out again. And then I was like, let's just, you know, let's, finally, let's, let's just talk about it. Because clearly it's been like four or five months now and I haven't decided. So let's right. just, you know, maybe sell it. So then we meet up for coffee and we were just trying to figure out like logistics behind it, like, you know, what was going on with his new memes and, um, you know, trying to figure out some of the details. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we were just, while we were trying to figure all that out, um, we didn't have, I think, a full agreement on what we wanted. You know, we were like, we was going the right direction. And then I was like, well, Kind of blurred out. I had no intention with us coming into the meeting. Right, 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 right. And I was like, well, what would it look like if I worked for you? I was like, well, I think, I think it was something like, like, I think I wanted maybe just a little bit more than I think what you were at that point. I was like, well, about we find a way for me to work for you to kind of help you with that, making that money back and things like that. Yeah, and like yeah. maybe something like that. So I think that's kind of how this started. And then you said... You know, yeah, you want yeah. to come work for me? Yeah, you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I just he he just threw it out there. I had no idea it was coming, but I knew this. I was asking for something earlier in the year, mm -hmm. and what I wanted was I wanted to be able to create more attention, more eyeballs on a mission. But I also had new boundaries, mm -hmm. and I know that I could strong arm this thing. I know that I can just. I mean, you know the level oh, of yeah. work I'm willing oh, yeah. to put in. Oh, yeah. I'm just not willing to put in that level anymore because it, when things didn't go right, it made me resentful. Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, man, like I really sacrificed my body. Mm -hmm. I sacrificed my, like, parts of my marriage yeah. for this. And the reality is that people are people. They can be gone at any time and it's not their fault. Yeah. That's on me. Mm -hmm. So I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to grow it again, but I knew that I wasn't like I needed some key people in play. Yeah. And I was just so impressed with you and just it wasn't necessarily anything that you necessarily were doing at the former place that you were at, but just I just felt like you were at a really good place in your life. Like you yeah. knew, okay, this is what I want to do. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. I never yeah. heard this from anything. Yeah, I definitely so, was. Yeah, no, I definitely was a different person, and I think it was around 2020 was like overall like a pretty like a good year for me. But I think there was just like 
a lot of stuff that just built up personally in my life. And I think it was like 2021. And it was like middle of 2021. And and all with that, that's when I had taken a sabbatical and yeah. I was not in the right place mentally. And I was like going through a lot of um, just figuring stuff out. Because I think for so long, we just go, 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 go. And I yeah. have a lot of self-reflection at that point. Right. And things just kind of hit the fan for me there. And I think at one point, we had met up around in 2021, I think. Or it, was that, it was that first watch. Yeah, first watch. Yeah, I went to go to the, to the clinic and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, man, like I'm just not in a good place right now. Like I was in a good place financially, mentally, yeah. like all that stuff. I don't know what to do. And you had offered me, um, you're like, well, if you need something, then you can help me out here. But like, I actually turned it down because I was like, I wasn't in the right place mentally and I respect you that much and you've done so much for me. I was like, I didn't think I could do what I, well, like basically what I'm doing now for right, you. Right, right, right. Yeah. And um, I was like, I felt like I was going to fuck up your company if I was going to come in there just for you just to like, essentially give me a paycheck at that point. And I was right, like, right. no, I didn't want to ruin that. Right. And I don't think I would have gotten the results that you or I would have wanted. Um, oh, so right, a yeah. year and a half later was when I was in a lot better of place. And, um, you know, how things just kind of come back. Isn't it around. funny that 2020 was my reflection year where I just was like, yeah, <laughs> 2021 is your reflection year where you were like, yep. And then 2022 and then now it's like 2023. Okay, here we are together. Yeah. And so basically, Andrew came into uh, Smart Success Healthcare and he now heads over our marketing division helps us with lead generation is one of our main coaches. But then he's also like, like been, how can I say this? <laughs> he is indirectly or directly responsible for allowing us to grow our company to a pretty amazing level. So yeah. We have quite a few more people than four here. Let's just put yeah. it like that. Yeah. And uh, Andrew, Andrew's well-connected. Let's just put it yeah. like, Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a big thing I've, I've loved in, in life is just like connections and yeah. meeting people. And, um, you know, I just love I just love people. Yeah. I think that was one thing that like it, we, we can, yeah. One thing we've connected on how much you care for people and things yeah. like that, whether it's like for basically anything in life, like I just like, you know, talking to people, right? with people, so. So let me ask you this, as we kind of conclude on a few things. Um, entrepreneur versus entrepreneur. Because here, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, when you first started your career, you were an employee. And then when, maybe two years after meeting me, you were kind of trying to go the entrepreneur. Route. Yeah. So can you explain to people, like, why you decided to go the entrepreneur route and, like, yeah, just kind of give me your take on that. Yeah, so on the entrepreneur route, especially in the, be in the beginning, like you're doing everything. Yeah. And good and bad things about it, like I tried it, like I was one of those people that took every single course and wanted to know everything, what every single piece of the business, mm -hmm. I wanted to learn how to do ads and uh, how to grow a viral page to um, running funnels and email marketing and mm -hmm. sales and all that stuff. So like, I got like the, the good thing with this, like I know a little bit of all that. And I think part of that also like burned me up cause I was doing, we were talking before this podcast, like I was just did a little bit of everything. Right. And so me now understanding a little piece of that, I think that was a good benefit, but I think that was part of me that held me back of really like getting to the next level. Right. So then I think that part of that was that self-reflection. I was like, and some of the stuff that we're doing, like, 
as any entrepreneur, like we don't love every single doing every single piece of the business. Right. And I think as an entrepreneur, I think I started finding out like I know like like I love the marketing side of things. I love like the social media side, being able to do the lead gen and marketing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, let me just focus on one aspect of that. So being an entrepreneur, having that as my focus, being able to grow one piece of the business out versus trying to do every little thing. Right. And I think like being an entrepreneur, like we own, like as you say, like, you know, we own a piece of the business as as if you are an entrepreneur. Right. And, but without the financial risk. And I think for me as well, it's like, you know, it's also nice not having the financial risk, but also being the entrepreneur, also coming from an entrepreneurship, like I'm not going to be, you know, stupid about it. All right, cool. Let's run $10,000 a day and like having no leads from it, you know? Right, right, right. So right, of running right. ads or whatever that is. So I still understand in the financial side of it, but I don't have to feel that pressure as much as you. Like we feel some of the pressure from my department. But not the same pressure, I think, for you. So I think that's like the big difference. I think there's a lot of self-reflection that many of you need to have. And even for myself, understanding that there's a lot of pressure. Being, there's a pressure being an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur. There is a responsibility for your department being an entrepreneur. Like, Andrew is responsible here at this company helping me with bringing in, like, awareness of our brand and leads, Right. But that's his responsibility. Well, when you're the entrepreneur, I've got to think of, okay, is he doing his job good? Are we bringing in leads? How's the sales team doing? How are we doing with client relations? Is money coming in? Mm -hmm. Are we able to do this? Are we able to do that? Oh, this person, this person. And it's all the different pieces. And I think that there's some good reflection there for everyone to kind of understand what is your capacity with this? Okay, do you want to handle that? Do you want to handle that along with all the financial responsibilities? Or are you like, you know what? I really love this one part and I'm willing to take ownership of it and I'm willing to operate it, but I really just want to deal primarily with this part. Mm. And I think there's, there's a, it's a, it's a good amount of self-reflection that you have to have. And I love the fact that you've, you came to terms with it. Once you told me that yeah. in that coffee meeting, yeah. that's when I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I just knew that if I had an opportunity to work with this guy, I would. Yeah. And then you brought it up and I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, so. yeah. I think like, even for people listening, whether it's entrepreneur, entrepreneur, if you're just listening for this and like as an employee, I, I think I saw this at the previous job that I was at as well. <laughs> and there was a few people there that were like really, really good at what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, you could have your own business. Yeah. And I'm like, you could easily make seven figures like between like a couple of these people. I'm like, you guys could have a multi seven figure business with just y'all too. Right. And and they're, you know, a little bit older and they've had their they, they were entrepreneurs at some point in the past. And I think for some I think it's one thing I learned a lot from them was like they had their self reflection moment and they're like, Hey, I get the self all the self entrepreneur stuff. I'm really good at this and I've done it, but it's like I want a nine to five. And I have a family now and I have other responsibilities and I just want to go in and I just want to do this one thing and that's it. Right. And, um, and that, and that's all I wanted. And like, I'm not really looking to like grow even within the company. Like I'm, I'm happy with this. Right. And that was their self-reflection. I'm like, so I'm seeing like, cause I think a lot of times in the space, we're like, everyone needs an entrepreneur and that's it. Right. Right. And it's like, but right. knowing that it's an entrepreneur, entrepreneur or, or an employee and depending on the life that you want and not necessarily listening to like what's all the noise on social media was like really and I never had that until 2021. I was basically forced into that of like, yeah. what did, what did I want at that point in life? And yeah, 
So it's cool seeing that from people who were like 10 times better than me than what I was doing. So. Yeah, it's it's a, man, guys, I hope you, you really kind of leaned into that of what he was just saying there. You know, if I, I, I tell this to you guys here, if I had to do it over again, if I got the opportunity to be an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I think I could have excelled at that as much as I have, or even more than being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, I didn't have that as an opportunity. Even for you, mm -hmm. you didn't even feel like that was an opportunity. Yeah. It was only being at your prior job and then not being here where you yeah. truly feel like you have a legit opportunity to be a successful entrepreneur, right? right? And so I think that's really important to kind of understand. Yes, as an entrepreneur, there's much more perks, but there's so much more risk oh, yeah. and there's so much stress that comes with that. And you just got to decide, like, is that right for you or not? So yeah. um, I hope you all took a, a lot away from that. All right. Can I ask you one more question yeah. before we finish? Yeah. So now that you're here, now that you kind of see what we have going on, what do you think the future is of smart success healthcare yeah. over the next couple of years? So just seeing with the growth and everything of like initially just starting to be better employees, to help you with starting a business. And now we, I think there's a good amount of our clients that are still in that standpoint of like starting a business. And I know like that's kind of like the bulk of the business. Uh -huh. And we also help people scale as they're in with us or come from other places. But I think you know, we've talked about a little bit as well. I think from the, I guess the clients that we serve, it's, Giving them like the opportunity to, I think, even going back to it of like opening their minds and seeing the opportunity that people were doing. Like even from an entrepreneurship level, I think what you do versus what a lot of other people, especially I think more so in healthcare, mm -hmm. is like we do a lot of. I think in our space, it's like oh, is it insurance or it's cash. You go cash, just like one on one services and doing things a lot more. Right. I think you've opened a lot of eyes for for us, um, whether it's like you know, for our staff and even for our clients of like solutions-based software, results-based software, which is, I think a lot of other people in the digital marketing space on the other coaches and stuff kind of already do that. And right. in healthcare, it's just like, I think that is something that's going to be something major, especially for more so like the allied health services and things like that. And I think from moving forward, being able to help a lot of healthcare providers, because like what I see is with healthcare, like we clearly have a broken healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like, we're not, you can't really fix something that was meant to like be essentially broken. Right. And so I think we're having this, I think at some point it's just going to be like two groups of people. People are not going to want to ever leave that system and they're going to be stuck in that. And then these people, I think like a, whatever you want to call it, like a healthcare 2.0 and just doing things differently. And I think what I see is what you've done is creating so many entrepreneurs is that they're going to be a lot more entrepreneurs from those businesses that you're helping create. That's and I, and I exactly do what I want, bro. And I think so people like well, a lot of people want, like a lot of people like growing up is like, I just want a place where I can work and slowly move up and actually like actually not have like limits to ascension. Right. Which is one of our, you know, commandments. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm going to see like, in from the class that you're helping and in healthcare, and I think healthcare is going to be a lot better that way um, for not just the entrepreneurs, but the entrepreneurs slash employees and the patients and the clients that they serve. Right. So yeah. I think I see that. Um, 
you know, and even growing honestly beyond healthcare because everything that we do for healthcare is like technically you can do this with any other right types of businesses. So well, the way everything you said is is pretty much what I see for the mission as well. I want this mission to be about really three things. Number one is redefine the way we deliver healthcare. It is awful. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It is not good for the patients. It's not good for the providers. Mm -hmm. So let's change the offer. Yeah. Change offer. Let's yeah. change what we're providing. Yeah. So if we want to change healthcare, we have to change what we provide, mm -hmm. which then tr changes the provider, right. right? And it changes what the person is getting delivered on. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that if I can now make healthcare better for the client, but also profitable for the healthcare provider, the mm -hmm. entrepreneur, then they can actually now grow their business in a healthy way. And they can give better incentive to bring in not employees, but entrepreneurs, right. Right? right? And now that we have entrepreneurs in, it can allow for in the the other people that are the non-entrepreneurs to think, yeah. to innovate. And it's not all on the entrepreneur, mm -hmm. the main person to do it. So now I feel like it's just going to take on a life of its own. Yeah. And everybody's now thinking about different ways that we can do things, et cetera, et cetera. And then I do think that the last thing is there's so much more to healthcare than just healthcare. Yeah. There's marketing, there's sales, there's this, there's there there's just so much to a person, their emotional well being, yeah. their spiritual well being, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I want this to grow not just outside of the allied health professions, but all healthcare providers and yeah. then people even outside of the healthcare space mm -hmm. so that we're truly helping people. Because, you know, people ask me, hey, what do you think is going to be the next era of wealth? You know, it's partnership, right? And I know the next era of wealth is community. Yeah. It's one of set, you know, yeah. community. So I want to create this success community, this hub mm -hmm. where it's like, this is where you find your realtor. This is where you find your real estate mm -hmm. agent. This is where you find your plumbers. This is where you find your physician. This is where you find your physical therapist. Right. I want to create this success community of all the people that we do commerce with. Yeah. And they're all within our community. So anyways. That's where I see it going. Yeah. You see it going in the right place. I'm very appreciative of you, yeah. AT. No, I appreciate you too, man. I, I really do. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you.